Sarah Fuller is about to put her right foot into a football, speaking volumes to women around the world. Awesome, awesome moment. You can hear the crowd. Everybody understands what's happening right now. This is a pretty cool moment. And the kick down at the 35-yard line, and Sarah Fuller. Happy Thanksgiving. What a day. Welcome to the Crazy Pills podcast, and uh, today I'm going to talk about Sarah Fuller. So Sarah Fuller is a, um, well, she's a soccer goalie for the Vanderbilt soccer team. And then uh, two Saturdays ago, uh, they, they, uh, the Vanderbilt football team had a kicker that was out, I think, because of COVID, and they decided to bring her onto the team and have her be their first string kicker. Okay, um, there's a lot of hoopla about it, right? All these, obviously, ESPN's all over it, all these articles, and you know what, first, so she's not actually the first uh, female kicker to play college football, but she's the first female kicker to be part of a, uh, to play football for a Power Five uh, school. So Power Five, there's five major conferences, and there's a couple, there's a bunch of other conferences that aren't part of the Power Five. So technically, she's the first uh, female football player for a major conference. Okay, now uh, some background on Vanderbilt. Uh, at the time, Vanderbilt was 0-8. Um, obviously, they've been having a terrible season. Vanderbilt's not known as a football school anyways. They haven't been good. Uh, the coach, uh, you know, if you win more games than you lose at Vanderbilt, you're considered to have a good season. Okay, kind of like the context. Now, uh, when, when they brought her on, obviously there was a lot of attention, right? Uh, they didn't actually get to kick in the first half. So if you're a kicker, you get to kick uh, during three parts of the game, okay? If your team scores, so that's six points, you get to kick an extra point. Uh, in college, it's about, uh, I think it's 20 yards, right? It's considered automatic. I think like the uh, division one rate for converting an extra point is like 97%, something like that. Uh, then you could kick a field goal. Um, so, you know, if you don't score, but you're within range, you can kick a field goal, that's three points. And then uh, if your team scores, then you kick it off to the other team on the next play or uh, one of the halves. Uh, you know, if you get the ball first, then in the second half, you have to kick the ball off. If the other team gets the ball first, then, or uh, yeah, if the other team gets the ball first, then you're actually kicking off to open the game. And then the second half, the team kicks off to you. So at halftime, Vandy was getting blown out 41 and nothing. So everyone's been waiting on Sarah Fuller. She hasn't done anything yet, right? So she's kicking off the ball uh, at halftime, okay, or to open the second half. And uh, I had the video in the beginning. Uh, if you saw it, you know, it was what people consider a squib kick. So a squib kick is a kick that's very, very low. It's going to bounce off the ground. You know, it's going to be more of a lying drive. And you usually kick a squib kick because you just scored. And there's not a lot of time left, okay, which is not this situation here. There's not a lot of time left. You're kicking the ball so that it just kind of rolls around and the person dives on it. They could get really good field position, so it's not a good kick um, per se unless you, there's not a lot of time left and you're up and you just want the other team to not, to not be able to return the ball. Okay, so she did a squib kick, uh, went about 30 yards, and then they downed it at the 35-yard line, okay? So that's kind of the situation. Now, uh, 
there's just so many things with this that I could get into. Um, obviously, if you're watching this, you already have an idea what my opinion is. Um, and if you don't agree with it, totally understand. There's nothing I could say in this video. I think that will change your mind. Um, there's also a lot of people that, are, that really go the other route and they're insulting. And I also say um, just some very like sexually derogatory things about it, right? Like just by getting gangbanged in the locker room, all that stuff. I'm not talking to those people either, right? Because they're, they're not going to want to hear this, okay? Um, the group of people that I really want to communicate to, hopefully it's you, is the people that are like, this is just clearly wrong. Um, it's, it's, it's clearly not real. It's not authentic. And then we're all going about it like it's this great thing. It's like, what the fuck is going on? That's the kind of people I, uh, I want to communicate with, okay? So to break this down a little further, here's kind of my thought thoughts about it. So starting out, heard, okay, there's, they got the female uh, goalie of the women's soccer team uh, to kick. Okay, my first thought, she's probably pretty capable. Uh, you know, it'll be something that's really cool, that's interesting, you know, let's see what happens. Okay, um, now she comes out at half, I think she comes out, right, obviously she gets a lot of coverage. She has like on her helmet, it says like, play like a girl. I saw people posting about, about it. I'm like, okay, let's see what happens, okay. Now, objectively, that's just not a good kick, okay? Like, it just, there's no arguing that. Even if you were trying to squib kick, why the hell would you squib kick to open the half when you're down 41 nothing? But even if you were trying to do a squib kick, that thing went to the 35-yard line, almost went out of bounds, but didn't. Just to give you an idea, if I literally just turned to the side and I kicked the ball out of bounds, they would automatically get it at the 40. So they would have got a five-yard difference. It's just not a good kick, okay? And that was our only kick. Now... After the game, um, the SEC, which is a conference that she's in, uh, gave her SEC, so the conference, co-special teams player of the week. Okay, so the other guy that actually was given the award was a Florida player. I'm a Florida fan, obviously. He returned a, a, a punt for a touchdown. Uh, it was actually really good. It turned the game around, it, you know, changed momentum, everything. And then they gave it to her. And then the list of accomplishments, like, hey, you know what? First female Power 5 conference player. Second one, and I kid you not, you can read this on your own. It says, uh, perfectly executed uh, a kick that sailed 30 yards and was down at the opponent's 35-yard line. That's actually what it wrote, right? <laughs> That's what they wrote, and they gave, gave her this award. Okay, and I'll actually get to this later, but I have, a, I have a problem with that. And it's not even that I have a problem with it. It's that... It's, it's just clearly not right, you know, and if you can see that it's clearly not right, uh, don't let other people bullshit you or censor you or, 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 or make it feel like, like if you actually say something about it, that you're somehow sexist or you're not up to, you know, up to date. Like, you know, people are going to criticize you for that, but it's, it's ridiculous. She had a objectively terrible kick. She just kicked it once and they gave her SEC co-special teams player of the, of the week. Right now, what if you actually had a woman who had played high school uh, football has kicked before? She's never kicked in high school, and according to her, she just learned how to kick very, very recently, like for the first time. Right, and and what if you actually had someone who was good and they came there, did a good job, and then they got the award? It's like, oh well, you know, she wasn't the first woman because Sarah Fuller pioneered the way. It was just something like artificially generated. The uh, SEC, the Vanderbilt special teams coordinator gave this quote. He says, hey, this was not a publicity stunt. 
okay. Uh, like she, she was actually very capable. You know, we tried out a few other uh, players on the team who supposedly had played soccer when they were kids, but their results were terrible. Okay, that kickoff was terrible. And then um, there's actually a video you can also look it up if you're interested of her practicing um, before the game, right? So. Uh, if I remember correctly, she started out at like about the two yard line and I know she moved all the way back to the 14 yard line. So at the 14 yard line, you're kicking a 32 yard field goal, which even for high school is, a, if you're a high school kicker, it's fairly easy. Um, you could tell she was kind of struggling with it. You know, some of the balls went through some, I think she missed a few, but even the ones that went through, it was very, very wobbly and it barely made it through, right? So it was just, it, it was just, it was clear that she didn't actually have the capability even as she was practicing. And uh, I think the coach actually said that um, he was comfortable with having her kick from the 15 yards, so that would be a 33-yard field goal, uh, if I'm correct, right? So it would have been just one yard further than, than that, okay? Like, clearly a liability, right? I w if I was on the team, I would be pissed, and people would probably accuse me of being sexist. Oh well, you know? I'm either on scholarship, which I had to actually compete in high school to earn, or I actually go to practice all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm working to be, like, to be a walk-on and I'm competing for a spot. You bring this person who's never been on the team before, two days before the game, you have her come on the team and then you're making her the starter. And you're telling me there's no one better, even though objectively she's terrible. And then afterward, just for kicking, kicking off a terrible kick, um, the SEC gave her co-special team players of the week, okay? Now here's where it gets even more ridiculous, besides the award, besides the special teams coordinator saying it's not a publicity, uh, publicity stunt that she actually earned it. So they actually had her uh, give the team a halftime speech, okay? And, and at that point, she hadn't even kicked the ball yet. You know, she'd just been on the team for two days. And uh, they gave her a halftime speech. I'm going to actually read, and this is a quote. So this is what she said that she said at halftime. Okay, so not even putting words into her mouth. So this is Sarah Fuller. If I'm going to be honest, I was a little pissed off at how quiet everybody was on the sideline. We made a first down, and I was the only one cheering. And I was like, what the heck? What's going on? And I tried to get them pumped up, and I was like, you guys need to... You guys need to start your team on. My main thing was during the SEC tournament, she's talking about soccer, my entire team was cheering the entire time. It didn't matter if we were in the locker room, if we were on the sidelines. I think they, I think they're, that's what won it for us. Everybody was cheering nonstop. I just went in there and I said exactly what I was thinking. I was like, we need to be cheering each other on. This is how you win games. This is how you get better is by calling each other out for stuff and I'm going to call you guys out. Oh, Jesus Christ. We need to be supporting one another. We get a first down. If an interception happens, it's our fault. We need to be lifting each other up. That's what a team's about. I think this team has struggled and that's been a part of it. We really just need to build that team camaraderie where they can all lean on one another. It was an adjustment going from that team mentality where, hey, we're all here supporting one another, and I just wanted to bring that to this team. And then she said, I had coaches come up to me and say, quote, I've been wanting to say that for a while now, Fuller said. Um, 
And then when you look at like some of the mainstream media articles, I think it's like MSN, it's like, not only was she like the first woman kicker, but she also had the courage to get up and like speak to the team at halftime, paint her as this hero. And <laughs> like, what, what are we doing here? Okay. And then I actually also saw, um, you know, people are, people who like anyone who comments against it, right? Cause there, and there are people that make like nasty comments about this, right? Like insulting her. I don't actually blame her for this. Um, I kind of blame the culture that we have established that, that, you know, we kind of grew up in that just gotten more and more ridiculous and it really escalated this year, which is part of the reason why I have this podcast. Okay. You can't manufacture accomplishments. You can't artificially generate and hype up accomplishments. Um, at one point I read something, someone was comparing her to Jackie Robinson. So Jackie Robinson was the first black player to be in the major league baseball. I want to say it was the forties. We made a movie about it. He was already really good. I think he, you know, he was, he was playing at an all-star level his rookie year when he finally made it in. And then, you know, there was a lot of hate thrown towards him and uh, they compared Sarah Filler to Jackie Robinson breaking barriers uh, after the kick. Uh, I think ESPN on Twitter, like had like a, Hey, like changing the game forever or something along those lines with a clap, clap, clap hand. And <laughs> what, like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, it's not, it's not real. She, she had one kick. She didn't actually try out, like try out, especially in a game where you're competing to win and it's, essential that you have people that are actually earning their spots of competing. She did none of that. And then we're celebrating her. Um, the mainstream media is writing all these articles and then people feel compelled to actually jump on. Now, if you disagree, and I know there's so many people that call, I see how bullshit it is. They actually feel the social pressure to not be able to say anything because if you say anything other than full support, you're a toxic ma ma uh, masculine, you're ignorant. Um, you know, you're, you're trying to put people down and that's just not what it is. You know, it like, if I was like, I would be pissed if I was in a high performing female who saw that, you know, or especially in, in, in football, right? Cause if I actually accomplished something where I earn my spot into a team in the future, you know what? Sarah Fuller got there first. How Did she earn it? No, she was just placed on the team. She objectively did not kick well. She didn't kick well in practice. She didn't have to actually try out and get on. The coaches plucked her off and like put her on the team. By the way, the coach got fired the next day. Um, probably not because of that, but like he's been, he obviously did terrible this year. have been doing terrible for a while. Uh, there's rumors that the players on the team are pissed. The players can't even openly talk about uh, how pissed they are because if they did, they'll come off as sexist. And it's just this like circle jerk of just suppression where people can't be on authentic and honest about performance without being labeled stuff. Right. And, and I, again, I, like, like I said earlier in the very beginning, right? If you think I'm full of shit and that um, I'm sexist, there's nothing I can say that could change your mind. If anything, I'll just confirm your thoughts, okay? But if you're one of those people who actually sees how bullshit this is, like it's time to actually be able to say what you actually see and believe in, speak your truth and put that out there, okay? Um, it's clear at this point, ESPN, the big, uh, media companies, they'll just write the narrative. They'll spend whatever they want to spend. And 
they could literally spin a shitty kick, one halftime kickoff, like second half kickoff, and then turn it into like some heroic story. You know, and I will give Sarah Fuller credit for this. There's maximum visibility. With maximum visibility, people are open to all kinds of opinion. Like, you know, she, if she didn't do this, she would not be subject to my opinion or anyone else's opinion. There's a lot of hate thrown her way. Like, I give her credit for actually, you know, being visible and like taking that. But, and, and, you know, if I was her and I was given the opportunity to go kick for the team, even if I didn't necessarily have the capability, they're like, hey, you know what? We're gonna have you do a script kick. Yeah, go ahead, do it. Like, I'm, I don't blame her for it. You know, and honestly, I don't even necessarily blame the coach, um, the special team coordinator who said she earned her spot, or even the mainstream media. What I'm, I'm more just trying to like point out is like, we're just getting to a point where this is more and more and more ridiculous and it's almost like a slap in the face. And like, I know, I know more and more people are seeing how ridiculous just this, this, this idea, this like mainstream idea where like, if you don't go with it, then you're somehow like a bad person. There's something morally wrong with you or somehow like you're not, you're not up with the times and you're not actually for progress, you know? And, and then like comparing it to to Jackie Robinson, we're talking about how she changed the game forever, and then and then just just like, you know, these 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 legends are probably like rolling over in their graves, you know. Um, uh, man, I'm actually getting a little worked up on it. Okay, so bottom line, in my opinion, you can't fake accomplishments. Okay, um, this is. This is something, uh, football, college football is a sport where your performance and merit matters, you know? It's completely different from say, a long, you know, a couple decades ago when women for some reason weren't allowed to run in marathons, right? And, and anyone technically should be able to sign up, you know, pay whatever the entrance fee and run in a marathon, but women are just barred from running marathons and the women actually broke that barrier. And, and we're, and, and that's actually inspiring. You know, this is anything but inspiring. I mean, I think it's, it's sad. It's obviously fake. It's a publicity stunt. And um, I don't think it necessarily sets this back. Um, if anything, it highlights and helps us see how ridiculous it is. You know, it's kind of like, um, <laughs> sometimes, you know, as a guy, right? Sometimes you have to date the wrong girl to kind of figure out what it is that's not meant for you, what you don't need to do. I think we probably need to go through something like this to figure out how, like, you can't fake the feel good stories. Like, and, and trust me, like, I don't think anyone who's watching this could dis disagree with this. Mainstream media and so many people would jump at the chance to give a woman with any kind of significant, significant kicking ability and put it on a football team. Because think of the, uh, the eyeballs that's gonna generate, think of the revenue that's gonna generate, think of like the, 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 the feel good part. Like, like people would love to actually like, to, to actually jump on that, right? Like if anything, people are going out of their way to give women a chance to kick if she has any kind of ability, right? And, and even like for me, like if I do CrossFit, it's there's, so if you, like most people that watch this probably do CrossFit, but if you don't, when we have a workout, there's a name workout, right? We have a modification. So there's basically, we can modify it where, where men and women can compete, 
right? Obviously the women's weight would be a little bit lighter because men are, gen are just naturally stronger. So we're gonna move a heavier weight. And there's not a lot, but even locally, there are just girls that are straight up stronger than me can beat me doing the same weight, you know? That would be really inspiring to actually, to, to just, to, to work out with that. And it is inspiring, like when I'm around that, when I see it. But like to like artificially prop something up, have her kick the shitty squib kick and then give her SEC coat, special player of the week. Then to go on actually, to go on camera and then say this was not a publicity stunt, she earned it. And then to call, like to have her essentially lecture the team at halftime and then to write articles like saying how like, she's courageous for for not only being the first woman, but then actually going into the locker room and then, lecture, and then like giving these guys a speech, comparing her to Jackie Robinson and just on and on and on. And then anyone who basically says anything other than praise just gets shame. Like, what is going on here? You know? <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. But anyways, that's enough of the rant. Thank you for watching. Uh, if you do find this video uh, helpful or interesting, please like and subscribe. It actually helps, you know, get the visibility out there. Just, I always want to ask. Thank you for getting. But thank you for watching, and I hope you guys have a good night or a good day. The man has only one look for Christ's sake. Blue steel, Ferrari, Latigra. They're the same face. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills.